Good morning, Mercy Culture. So good to see you guys this morning. My name is Les. I'm the lead pastor here at Mercy Culture Waco, where we love God, we love people, and we love mercy. The vision of Mercy Culture Church is to take people from corporate encounters with God to daily personal encounters with God. So you guys know it. And what that means, it has never been the goal of Mercy Culture to just build a big church. It has never been the goal for us to just have good church services. But how good was that worship service? Can we thank our worship team for leading us into the presence this morning? But we know and believe that in order to sustain a relationship with the Lord, you've got to get, get in his presence every single day. Just preached a message last week that's just been going over and over in my spirit on the importance of obedience. And if you can get in God's presence and hear his voice and have the faith to step out and do what he said for you to do, guess what? You cannot fail because God is smarter than us. And he wants greater for us than we even want for ourselves. And we are uh, passionate about helping you to discover the best way that you connect with God. Because in Mercy Culture, we know there's only one way to God, and that is through his son, Jesus. But in Jesus, there are many ways to connect with God. One of my top ways of connecting with the Lord is through remembrance. And we just sang some songs this morning about remembrance. It just tugged on my heartstrings. I was looking over at my wife. She was wrecked, so she didn't see me. But we were just singing, and I was thinking about the, the desert seasons. Anybody ever been through a desert season? And the times in life that were difficult and how the hand of God sustained us. Mm. How he was there for us. Some, some may be in a desert season right now, but God's presence is with you. And it's one of the ways that, that I connect with the Lord. And it helped me to enter into his presence this morning. But if you'd like to learn more about Mercy Culture Church, if you want to get involved and learn more about our culture, but most importantly, learn how you best connect with the Lord. You can just text the word CONNECT to 59090. There'll be a link sent to you. We'd love to help disciple you and walk you through that process to connect with the Lord. Vince, if you would come out, just begin to play on the keys. I am so honored and privileged this morning to welcome our special guest. He's not really a guest. They are not guests at all. Uh, Pastor Zane and Pastor Jan are here with us this morning. And for, yeah. It's their first time in the tent. For those of you that don't know, if you're new to Mercy Culture at all, Pastor Zane and Pastor Jan are apostolic elders at Mercy Culture. And they are mothers and fathers over this house. And they have been, played such an instrumental role in mine and my wife's life personally, and just in the entire formation of Mercy Culture, from Fort Worth to every campus to here in Waco. What you guys don't know is they were here in Waco fasting and praying. They were marching around that building before we ever owned it, asking for the voice of the Lord, hearing God's voice. What you don't know is just a few years ago, I was in my floor crying out to God, Asking God what to do. And you guys, if you've been through MC Connect, if you were here last Sunday, you know my, mine and Nikki's story. But we had a church here in Waco, and God had called us to lay it down, to be sent by Mercy Culture, to plant Mercy Culture Waco. And I was wrestling with that and all of the stuff that comes with it. 
all the worries and all the fears and all of the responsibility that I had picked up and Pastor Zane called me. <laughs> he didn't know I was in the middle of praying. He probably did know. You'll see in a minute. But And he said, if it's not a no, it's a yes. Does that mean anything to you? Almost drove to Phoenix. Or Tucson, that's whatever, Arizona. We're Texans, we don't know. But he has been such, both him and Pastor Jan have been such pillars in our lives in the short time that we've gotten to know them. And we are so honored to have them here this morning. And we're continuing our series on the culture of this house, heaven's culture. And Pastor Zane is gonna be ministering on honor, which is, which is ironic because I know he's gonna roast me. Because if you've ever seen Pastor Zane, he's the best, and I love it. It's my love language. But honor is one of the values of this house. Let's stand to our feet and honor our apostolic elders. Hey, hey, good morning, Mercy Culture Waco. Tell the person next to you, we're better than the other campus. Now, before you're seated, just hug three or four people and tell them, it's the best you've looked all week long, I'm telling you. Tell them, they need that affirmation. They need that affirmation. Perfect, perfect, just like that. Hallelujah. Push it up. Did I, did I do it? Now it's working. Thank you. I just wanted to take a few moments when your pastor said that we were here before you owned that building praying. We came, we, we heard the Lord say, go and spend two days in Waco. And we brought our key intercessors with us and we spent two days here. And we walked around the building and on this property and heard so many things from the Lord that was so powerful. And yet at the same time, you guys still were in the process of saying, God, where, where do you want us? Where do you want us? And it wasn't yet nailed down. It wasn't the deal yet. And yet we heard God so strongly but have you ever felt like you've heard God so strongly and then yet God does something different? So we were holding it loosely, knowing we'd heard from him, believing it was this building. But I'll tell you, when we drove on the property, Amen. and we've seen, yeah. we've seen online the tents, but when we drove on the property, I felt like my breath sort of went... <sighs> When you begin to see Come on. Come what on. God has spoken, yeah. even if it's the beginning of what God has spoken, speaks about how faithful he Hallelujah. is. But I have to tell you, we, we drove around a little bit before we even drove on the campus this morning, and I saw so much construction going on. And during worship, I hear the Lord say, that physical roadway that you see being constructed is a spiritual highway 
like John the Baptist preparing Come the way on. of the Lord for Come this on. house, yeah. for this place. Yes. In other words, what you guys are doing in these days, you are like a John the Baptist in Waco yeah. preparing all of so the good. preparation. So good. Because of the harvest that God has prepared for this house. Amen. So we, your pastor said, one of your... Um, values, core values is honor and we definitely feel honored to be able to come and finally see with our own eyes, feel with our own heart, experience your worship and you because we feel like we have you in our hearts. So again, thank you for allowing us to share this day with you today. Amen. Amen. Hey, I'm pretty blessed, aren't I? I'm serious, man. I scored big time. You know, Pastor Les, I have no clue. I, it's just the grace of God. It's, it's, it's mercy of God that two ugly guys got such wonderful-looking women. Come on, somebody say amen. 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 There's no doubt about it. You are uglier than me, but still I'm ugly too. But it is, it is so delightful, so delightful, and we have so looked forward, uh, as Jan mentioned, to being with you because we've been here, and, and we, were, we were hanging around for just, just right at two days. We'd been fasting and praying, and uh, I, 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 we walked, we literally, when we got to the back of the building, it was a little rough walking through there, but we literally walked around a number of times, and I kept saying, Lord, the walls will fall that are keeping this house from being purchased by Mercy Culture. And at the first, it was a challenge, and I don't know if you shared details, and I don't need to share details, but we spoke to the, we decreed over the realtor, we decreed over the owner, we decreed a lot over the owner, and is that okay? Okay. No, we spoke blessing on him. Yeah, we did. A, a kind of blessing, if you know what I'm talking about. And just God just changed his heart, and we didn't think it was going to happen. And here you are, and we get to walk in it. We only could walk outside of it. And we saw. I don't want to get weird, but how many know me? That's too late. Okay. What are you raising your hand for? Would you go in the back seat right there? No, no, I'm messing with you. I'm messing with you. And we just heard things, and we wrote them down, and and sent them to you. I think you shared them with your 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 advanced team, and just just delightful that that we're here. And uh, hmm, I feel something in my spirit. Jan said the word. One of the words I was going to kind of open with this morning. She has a tendency to steal most of my stuff anyway. Most of my sermons and all of my money. Do I have a husband that feels my pain? Is she sitting next to you? Because you're stupid to raise your hand. You know, you know. Is there a problem? Are you her? Is there a problem with your marriage? There's about four chairs. Oh, oh, I see. There's no problem. It's called kids. You need to get a television or something. I'm telling you. Stop messing around. Glory. But Jan said the word beginning. Say beginnings. They're so important. Don't minimize your beginnings. 
You may not exactly like everywhere you are, but where you are is where you're supposed to be. Come on, I'm preaching already. And where you are not only is where you're supposed to be, it'll get you ready for where you're going. And if you're unwilling to embrace this, you can't have that. Because if you can't be faithful with a small thing, a la tent, you can't have a bigger thing. I think I'll say amen all by myself. So when you understand the importance of this season and you recognize the value of it, yeah, I know, you don't want to be in this thing. And I heard summer was a little warm. It was called mercy sweat culture. You know, kind of like a sweat house. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, you know, before you came, you were like 400 pounds before you came in this house. Look at them now, man, I'm telling you. I think we need to do that all over again. And, and yet, I'm not just trying to be silly. I want you to understand. I know you know it, but you need to hear it. This beginning time is critical. Mercy what? Mercy. Well, you're developing a kind of culture that recognizes we can do it anywhere. We can have church anywhere. We don't need a building. We don't need fancy dancy. And when you can do that, God says, now I can trust you with more. Everybody wants more. Nobody's willing to be faithful with less. Less. Well, that's prophetic. And less, if you'll be faithful with less, yeah, it's getting deep in here. You'll get more. You'll get more. So it's just a delight to be here. Um, I'm not frustrated at all. Uh, and, and certainly not irritated, and I'm, I'm kind of setting you up. But um, say this with me, change of plans. Yeah, things have changed. And when I say I'm not, I'm not frustrated or irritated, I would have appreciated the Lord telling me a little bit earlier than this morning that he wants to go a different direction. Because this is a good message on honor. A culture of honor, it's right here. I've spent 17 years on this message. It's one of the greatest messages that will ever be preached on honor. And for 1,000 honor dollars, you can have that message. And you know, when I got up this morning, and I'm, I'm my, uh, my encounter is I run and walk with the Lord. And, uh, and it was cold this morning. But I got up and I just went out on my run and my walk and spent time and I began to feel that feeling. When I got out of bed early, it was still dark outside and I kind of had that, that feeling like, oh no. It's a good oh no, but it was kind of like I'm, I'm, we're going somewhere else. I said, oh, thank you, Jesus. And then worship came. And I leaned over to Pastor Les. I said, change of plans. So are you okay with that? I'll, I'll come back another time and do the, the honor message. That's how I get to come back anyway. So I work, at, I work any way I can to get back. But, but sincerely, I just want to be obedient. And I, I just want to unload what I really believe he was downloading beginning yesterday. And he could have told me two weeks ago. But I think sometimes he doesn't do that. It's because then we mess up what he gives us. Anybody understand what I'm, I'm saying there? That, that we can kind of overthink it. So all I'm going to do is just do what I've been commissioned to do this morning. 
And my first assignment was honor, but I want to honor the Lord by being obedient. So I'm preaching on honor. I want to honor the Lord by being obedient to what I feel like I'm to do right now. And that's just to cast some words prophetically over this house, over you. And the passage is, is a passage that's dear to my heart that God often uses when I come to moments like this. It's, it's Proverbs 15, 23. How good and how, how pleasant is the word spoken in due season. How good. Say good. How good. The word good there in the original Hebrew is how delightful, how, how pleasant, how, how enriching is a word. How good and how pleasant is a word spoken. Say a word. A word spoken in due season at the right time. And that due season is a very, very interesting Hebrew concept. It means a word spoken at the right time to the right one. A word with an assignment on it. I like that. A word that has a pur purpose attached to it. Watch this. When he says a word in due season, it's a word literally, a word with destiny in it. How many want that kind of word? You know, I, I like words. I'm a wordsmith necessarily because of my calling. I'm into words. I lean into words. I understand the importance of, of communicating with words. But the only word that really lasts beyond any other word is the word of God and the rhema of God. And so I want, I want to just be obedient for the next number of moments and just change plans. And I apologize, Pastor, and yet I know, I know your heart is just due. You already told me that already. But I want to just unload. I don't know who they're for necessarily, though I feel like I know who some of them are for. How many understand all that? And so we're just going to go on the fly. So you stay with me up there on the keys. Don't mess up my flow. Now, you laugh at that, but let me give you something that's very important. Music and prophecy always go together. Music and creativity always go together. You understand the book of Job? He, he, he tells, God tells Job, where were you when the morning stars sang while I created? Watch this. I'm paraphrasing the passage. Job, where were you when the morning stars were singing while I was creating? In other words, God created a choir before he created anything else because God knows the power of music for creativity. And the devil has stolen it, and we're taking it back. We're taking it back. So I, I kind of jokingly said, don't mess up my flow because I understand the power of worship and the power of song and the power of music to create atmosphere. Most of the time when I study, I'll have instrumental music. Not real loud, but just, in fact, she sees me all the time with earphones on. It's not, I'm getting the message. It's I'm allowing the atmosphere to create. How many hear what I'm saying? That's why what we do up there is not a preliminary to the preaching. It's primary to the preaching. It's priority to everything else. That prepares this to hear from him. And I've come to understand that he does a lot of stuff while just worship is going on. And he just gets creative and crazy. And, and so he says, hey, I'm going to create a choir, a worshiping choir. And they're just going to worship and sing. And then I'm going to say, let there be. Boom. So never minimize the significance. And if there's anything I appreciate about, and there's a lot of things I appreciate about Mercy Culture. Mercy Culture Fort Worth. Mercy Culture uh, Waco. 
soon, hopefully, Mercy Culture Dallas, Mercy Culture San Diego, Mercy Culture Tucson, Mercy Culture New York. Come on, help me out here. Mercy Culture, Mercy Culture. Mercy. And it's not building this big thing everybody knows. It's building houses that are presence-driven and presence-focused where the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit is not welcome. He's given the room. He's, it's, your, it's your time, Holy Ghost. And I know you know that, and I'm preaching to the choir, but, but I just, I love, I love the worship of this house, that it's not platformed. And people who've come to Mercy Culture and have told me, man, like, like they don't have anybody that's really leading. Yes, they do. Holy Spirit's leading. It's not a show. It's not pets on parade. Amen? And so I just want to be obedient and just begin to unload what I, I feel like the Lord is, is, is downloading and I, I, I'll, they'll be corporate in the sense that I'm just going to be like the sower that's just casting the seed and the Holy Spirit said just say what you saw or say what you hear they'll know where they land amen what I need for you to do has nothing to do with me I don't need applause and shouts and hallelujah I know I heard from the Lord so I'm just going to cast what I've been hearing I, I wish I could wow you with my incredible oratorical skill to preach a sermon but I'm just going to be obedient and just say here's what I've heard here's what you got to do you got to be like Mary you got to be like Mary even if you don't understand you got to be like Mary be it unto me according to your word and there's something about the fact that when you hear a word that you whisper in your heart I'm going to take that word because it's yours for the taking somebody say amen because no prophecy is a private interpretation, the Apostle Peter tells us, that corporately you can claim that for you. And even if I go, I feel this for you or that for you, I heard the Lord say this, you can sit back and go, wow, I wish I could have that word. Take it. Come on, amen. Take it. Well, no, no, it's for them. No, no, it's for them. But the word of God is too vast to be held for one person. And if you want it, say, I want it. Then take it. I've stole a lot of words, and I'm saying that kind of tongue-in-cheek. I feel like this is one of the first words I heard, and it's this, and I'm just going to cast it out there, and you can write it down in your heart, or I just feel like that, that there are some of you, there are some of you, hold on a second. Hold on. Now tell the person, oh my God, we're in trouble now. There are some of you, the Lord wants you to hear this word. You are entering into a season, and this was the phrase that came to me. I don't know what it means. The Holy Spirit will give revelation. And by the way, that's one of the things you need to understand when a prophetic word comes from your pastor, from, from a guest, from, from a prophetic voice in your life. When a prophetic word comes, you, you are getting what I like to call the iceberg of the prophecy. Say iceberg. Wow, man, this guy's crazy, getting icebergs and prophecies. And an iceberg, if you understand the concept of an iceberg, 10% of the iceberg is above the water. 90% is below the water. Now, if you just want to live on the 10%, that's fine. That's good. It's wonderful. But if you're willing to dig and lean and press and go deeper than just hearing a word, but lean in, come on, come on, because every word has more revelation in it than what is even said. This is good stuff, people. 
So when I share those words, just to go, wow, that's wonderful, but say, okay, God, begin to tell me what that means and, and begin to describe how that's going to work. And, and watch this, very important. What do I need to do with that word? Because that's what we don't preach in our Pentecostal, Holy Ghost, getting prophetic word churches. And that's why a lot of people don't get a lot of words because they've never done anything with the word they got. And we're saying, well, God, when am I going to get a word? I gave you about a half a dozen of them in the last six years, and you did diddly with them, so diddly's not going to give you any more word. That's kind of a Greek paraphrase. Forgive me, that's too earthy for you. You'll get used to me in a minute, maybe. But really, I remember I was complaining, Lord, man, everybody's getting a word but me. Yes, son, I gave you a lot of words, and you haven't done anything with them. So I'm not going to give you anything unless you're going to do something with it. Because you've got to more than just believe in the word. You've got to embrace the word. You've got to partner with the word. And you've got to be willing to do what the word tells you to have the word come to pass. Because every word often has a purpose, often has a process. Every word often has a, a very clear directive that you need to do to see that word come to pass. Because prophecy is not a guarantee, it is an invitation. And I know you've heard that before. It's an invitation to partner with the word and lean into the word and say, Holy Spirit, what do I need to do to see that word? Because believing is not enough. The devil's belief. Faith, say faith. That's believing. Faith without works is dead. That's not works to get saved. That's works to work with. I want to, oh, this is so good already. I want to work with the prophecy. Amen? So the first word I heard, I don't know who it's for. I don't know who it's for. But I heard the Lord tell me to tell you that there are some of you, you are moving into a season, and the word was really exciting, but I don't know what it means, a season of divine surprises. You're going to get some surprises. You're going to get some things come into your life that were unexpected and unanticipated. How many would like to have that word? Well, I want it. I'm going to take it. But I feel like the Lord said there are some divine surprises I'm about to bring into the body life of Mercy Culture Waco. I think, I think I'm hearing more of this. And Jan, obviously, you have the liberty at any time to step in. And certainly, Pastor Les and Pastor Nikki. But I'm hearing the Lord say, I especially see this in the context of some marriages in the house. That the Lord has some surprises for your marriage. And I think there, I'm just, I'm just, is it okay if I just, I haven't had a lot of time. It's like this morning. So give me a little break here. But as I'm hearing it, I hear the Lord say, there are some surprises that are coming in terms of employment or in terms of promotion. That God's going to, there's some of there's some of you, there is something coming in terms of promotion that was unexpected and unanticipated. And you're even going to say, whoa, whoa, I, I, I didn't think I was ready for that. But God knows you're more ready than you even know you are. Somebody say amen to that. Amen, amen. Some divine, some divine surprises. Some divine surprises. The other words, I'm, I'm just going to move fast, Pastor. And you, you, you know, you can come back, circle back around these and bring deeper revelation to them and deeper understanding. And in fact, one of the things I often speak to leadership, is this okay? One of the things I often speak to leadership is one of the, one of the responsibilities you have is to hear those words. Then it may not, well, that wasn't for me. If it's for your house, it's for you. And your responsibility then is say, okay, God, I need to circle back around and give instruction to my people what that meant and what they need to do to apply it. Amen? So that's your job. Somebody say amen. 
Tell Pastor Les and Nikki, that's your job. So get your job together, will you? I, I heard this, and I just felt this so strong, and I don't know, I, I feel like, Lord, can you show me? But I just felt like the Lord saying, you, some of you need to hear some things, some restrictions. The word was specific. Some obstacles are about to be moved out of your way. How many say that's, that's a word I need to hear? Some things that have been in the way, say in the way, are about to get out of the way. And, and, and the Lord says, I'm going to move some things that have been hindrances in areas of your life on a personal level. Again, I'm just hearing it right now. Uh, uh, things that you've been struggling with personally, but I especially see it as it relates to things in, in, in your life. And, and there's blockages. You, it's like you go so far and you can't go any further. And the Lord said, no, I'm coming in to break the restriction. Lord, right now I pray that that word would come alive to some people in this room and they would say, that's my word, and break the restrictions. Break where the enemy has tried to stop what you have planned to do. The restriction isn't because of disobedience. I'm hearing this now. The restriction isn't because they're in some rebellion. The restriction is because the adversary knows if they cross into there, I'll lose some advantage in their life. So, Lord, you have said you're going to break that off in Jesus' name. Amen. Somebody shout breakthrough. Breakthrough, breakthrough is coming. Breakthrough is coming. Breakthrough is coming. I, I was writing as fast as I could this morning as, as I heard it. Um, um, this is one I heard. And, and, and it, was, it was, the word was recharge. Recharge. And I wrote it down and I kind of leaned, I, I, I kind of, I literally sometimes lean into it. My, my physical, I just kind of do this. And as I leaned into it, I feel like the Lord said, there's some of you in this room, and I, I just want you to, to respond to it because I, I want Jan to pray for you. But I feel like the Lord told me there's some of you, you're about to get a heavenly recharge in your spirit. And where there's been a weariness and where there's been just a heaviness and where you feel like, and again, you love the Lord. We're not dealing with any of that stuff. But just, man, I just, I could use some fresh, I could use a second wind. I'm just, I just need a Holy Ghost recharge. Get that mic on, Jan. Would you just stand? And if that's you, don't be embarrassed. That's you. Just stand. That's you. Are you on? Yeah, you're on. I want you just, you, I want, I want, here's what I want you to do. This is a powerful picture. Okay. Because this is the picture God gave me. Because when I said recharge and the Lord then showed me a battery. And anybody ever had a dead battery? It's a wonderful experience. And they put the cables, right? Positive, positive, negative, negative. And what I saw was the two cables coming. You know what I want you to do? I want you to do this. I want here. I want this. This is the negative post. This is the positive post. I want the Holy Ghost to come now and connect. Do you see it? Come on. Do that right now. Be childlike and say, okay, I'm going to lift my two posts up. Come on. Right now. Receive this. God's going to recharge. Come on. Father, we just thank you right now. According, according to your prophetic word, Lord, you see your sons and your daughters standing. And we pray right now, Holy Spirit, that you would infuse your power, supernatural power, into each of their hearts, especially their minds, Lord. We speak to the places, Lord, that has been wrestling and feeling disconnected. Lord, 
Lord, we say now there is a connection. Lord, even for some, they've been struggling to hear your voice. And we say now they are recharged in their hearing. They now will hear your voice. Lord, there's a knowing that's going to be recharged. They are now going to know what your will is to be done. God, those that have been weighing a decision, yes or no, should I or should I not? Right now, there is a divine alignment, a divine recharge that is happening within your life. And we say, God, every distraction now is shattered off of their minds. Every place of discouragement is now lifted off of their hearts, off of their spirits, God. We say the circumstance no longer blocks from your purpose, but we say the circumstance now bows, now bows to what you have purposed. So God, we say there is a divine recharge in the spirit, and that which is of heaven connects to them and in their Mm. life and Mm. in their family, in their job, in their children, God, in their relationships, God. We set up by your power, God, by your spirit, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Yes, God. Yes, God. Now find somebody standing next to you and just just say, I just got recharged. Come on, hug on him and tell him, I just got recharged. Come on, come on. Cut all up. You got to work. Yes, Lord. I just heard this. It's for both of you, but I felt real strong on you. The Lord says, the one who is soaked in tears shall reap with joy. And there's been a season of tears. I'm just reporting what I've heard, okay? There's been a season of weeping. But the Lord said, get ready. There shall be heard once again in the sound of your home, your family, your lives, the sound of laughter, the sound of singing. And I heard this, the sound of dancing. And where there has been a weariness of of circumstance and where there has been just a heaviness of weeping, the Lord says, I'm breaking it off of you right now. Oh, Father God, just right now, right now. She who is sown in tears, she who is sown in tears shall reap with joy. And dancing and laughter are coming back. They're coming back. And where the enemy said it'll never change, the Lord says, tell that liar, he doesn't know what he's talking about. I have destined joy, joy, joy. Oh, I see you dancing through the house. I see you singing. Oh, there's songs inside you. There are songs inside you. There's an anointing to sing. There, oh, there's anointing to write songs. Lord, I release that. Stir up that gift again. Stir up that gift again. Bring the songs back. Bring. Oh, put, pick the pen back up. Pick the pen back up. Oh, begin to write because there are songs. Come on, shout amen. Hallelujah. I, 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 just, I just feel like there's some others that you just need to claim that word. How many say, I want that word? There's been a season of weeping. And let me tell you, weeping isn't wimpy. Weeping is life. 
Weeping is not you're a wimp. Oh, you should be stronger than that. No, Jesus wept. But weeping is a sign. God, I need you to step in. He's going to step in right now. Just turn around and lay your hands on her right now. God, you're going to break off the, just the, the weeping and the hurt and the pain. Oh, oh, I speak turnaround right now for her, Lord. I speak turnaround right now for her, Lord. Who else say, I'm just in a weeping time. I need a breakthrough. Come on, come on. Lord, do it right now. Do it right now. Right back there, Father God. I just speak joy. Come on, I speak joy over you. I speak joy over you. I take the heaviness off of you in Jesus' name. We break that depression. We break that thought that I can't make it. No. Break the weeping Lord. Break the weeping Lord. Shouts of joy. Shouts of joy. Shouts of joy. Singing in the spirit in the house. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Are we okay, Pastor Les? Mm, mm, I'm feeling this. I'm feeling this. I gotta get, I'm pregnant. I gotta get this out of me. Oh, oh, oh. So in tears shall reap in joy. So in tears shall reap in joy. Hallelujah. Just lift your hands and let's, yeah, get the band up there. I, just, just, yeah, just stay mellow on the worship. But just, I just want to, I just want to flow for a minute. We're, we're not going to be much longer. Just pray in the spirit. Just pray in the spirit. Yes, Father. Yes, Father. Yes, Father. Yes, Father. Worthy, 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 worthy. Worthy, 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 worthy. Worthy, 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 worthy. We magnify your name, Lord. We magnify your name, Lord. You know, the Lord, the Lord just, I was kind of joking with you a few moments ago, but I just kept hearing, there's a warrior spirit on you. There's a warrior anointing on you. In fact, there's an intercessory call that's on you. And, 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 and the Lord says, I'm going to entrust you with a seeing awareness. You're, you're a seer in the spirit. And God's going to trust you with things you're going to see and know how to intercede and know how to come against the strongholds. Because there's such a, there's such a a warrior spirit in you. I I see a sword in your hand. I see a sword in both of your hands. And I see you striking down the adversary, striking down the enemy. Oh, that's why you've had some things come against you. That's why you've had some battles come against you. That's why the enemy's tried to take you out at times. But the enemy knows. He's not fully aware, but he knows there's something on you. Jan, Nikki, just lay hands on her right now and release that to the next level. Yeah, yeah, release it to the next level. Release it to the next level. Come on, church, release it to the next level.
How many hear that warrior in her right now? Yeah, how many hear the warrior in her right? That's called the Holy Spirit, the holy calling. Mm, warrior, warrior, warrior. Mighty one, mighty one. I felt like this morning as I was praying, Jan, I want you to get, get up here with me with a mic. I, I felt like as I was praying, and, and I, I felt there was a moment in, in my prayer walk. I was just downtown Fort Worth is where we're staying. And it was early, you know, nobody's around. I mean, there's a few workers and stuff. But but I just begin to feel I, like a, like a, a groan. Not, not a bad thing. Just And I said, Lord, what am I feeling? And he said, there will be people there this morning that are in the midst of an intense battle. There's been a warfare against you. And it's been, it's been, uh, what's the word, Lord? What, uh, 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 heavy, um, consistent. It's like no let up. And, and if that's you, if you just say, yep, we've been in a battle. We've but I've been, we've been, I just feel like the Lord wants to come. And I feel like we're to call a breakthrough off of the adversary. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. They, that I feel like the Lord told me to have you stand. And when you stood and Jan prayed, he will scatter your adversary seven ways. So if you're in a battle right now, just stand up. And you just need, you need that breakthrough. Jan, I want you to pray him right now. Just lift your hands and receive it. Just lift it. you are the Lord of the battle and Lord where they have been fighting where they have been warring we now call upon you the Lord our warrior and you shall shatter yes. the assignment of every enemy that is against your daughter you shall shatter that assignment that is against your son we say that which has pressed against them uh -huh. that which has been battering them yes. we say now yes. that the lord our yes. warrior wars on your behalf and he is triumphant so lord i shatter the assignment of the adversary yeah, against yeah, you, brother. Yeah. I shatter it. I break it off of your mind. I break it off of your mind. I break it off of your career. I shatter it. I break it off your family line. I break it off that relationship. I break off that assignment that has come against you in your workplace. I break it off in the generational line. Assignment of the enemy is shattered this day. And Lord, we proclaim there is a triumphant shout within your son. There is a triumphant shout within your daughters this day, oh God. They will shout the triumph name of the Lord. We proclaim this day that you triumph over all, that your power over all that the enemy plans now fit. 
and you've not missed my season. And though the adversary has tried to do what only he thinks he can do. No, 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 no. This is a new beginning today. You've not missed it. I've not changed my mind. My gift, my calling is without, without, is irrevocable. So this is the day to walk into the new, come on, somebody say amen. This is your day. This is your day. I've been pruning. I've been doing a deep work. But you've not missed me and you've, oh, come on, pray for it, pray for it, pray for it. You've not missed your season. You've not missed it. Oh, we love you, Jesus. I just got to stay here just a minute. Let me just take that off. Okay. Look at me. What I just did, did you know I took like a little thread or something that was on you? Just, the, I was just doing it to be nice. Watch this. I love the Holy Spirit. He's just ridiculous. That's good. And the moment I did, just I didn't want that on you and just kind of like, like you tell somebody you got something. After eating, you appreciate it. And the moment I did it, the Holy Spirit said, that's prophetic. I just took a string, Lord. Tell him, I'm taking off some old grave clothes. I'm taking off some old stuff. Stuff that you thought would be there forever. I'm just, I'm just talking what I'm hearing, okay? I, I'm not embarrassing you, am I? He says, I'm going to take off some old grave clothes. And what you've been told you are, it's not who you are. Those are the false identities, the enemy and light. And I'm going to say it, even people have put on you. But just that I did that, just to be nice, the Lord says, I want you to tell him, he's pulling off the grave clothes. He's pulling off the stuff. And the reason, you shouldn't even be alive. You shouldn't even be alive. The devil's even tried to take you out because he's not omniscient. He's not all-knowing. How many understand what I'm saying? But he's not stupid either, and he recognizes there's something on you. That's why even as a child, some real child, childhood stuff, generational stuff. Pastor Les, come help me. We're breaking it off right now. We're breaking off the generational stuff right now. Come on, sweetheart. No more. No more. No more. The old is off. The old is off. The old is off. It's a new day. It's an That is not who you are.
Now, just sit down just for a moment. I'm done. Two, two things. This and then the last thing. I, I have with me in my hand an apple tree. I brought an apple tree with me this morning. Now, you're looking at me like, where's the apple tree? It's right here. Can you see it? See the apple tree? Yeah. Now, I know you're thinking, no, that's not an apple tree. It's an apple seed. No, it's an apple tree. It wasn't created to be a seed. It was created to be a tree. That's its purpose. It's not supposed to stay like this. It was created to become. Say become. So I'm holding an apple tree. But even more than an apple tree, I'm holding apple trees in fact I'm holding in my hand I'm, I'm amazing I'm amazing how strong I am look at me I'm holding an entire orchard in my hand it's right there I know you just think ah it's a little seed no it's not a little seed it's an, or, it's an apple tree that has a lot of apples and a lot of trees and has an orchard that this is Babe, look, Mercy Culture Waco. Mercy Culture Waco right here. Watch this. Watch this. Nikki, this is beautiful. It's going to be silly in the natural. Put your hands out. Put them together. God wants to place. Isn't this good? I just got it, Jan. God wants to place in Pastor Les and Pastor Nikki's hands because he trusts you, because he knows you'll take good care of the gift he's about to give you. He knows you will love them because you have the smell of a, of a shepherd. You have, excuse me, you have the smell of sheep on you. But God says, I, I got this precious thing called Mercy Culture Waco. It looks insignificant. It looks small. By the way, despise not small beginnings. Despise it not. It looks insignificant. But because I trust you, because I believe in you, because I've, I've watched you and I've tested you. When you didn't know I was testing you. I knew what was in your heart. I didn't test you so I would know. I already knew what was in your heart, Les. I knew what was in your heart, Nikki. I wanted you to know what was in your heart. I wanted you to know that you would be faithful. And you passed the test. So I'm going to put in your hands, Mercy Culture, Waco. It's not a seed. It's an orchard. There will be multiplications and lives and, and families and marriages and homes. A city and even beyond the city is in your hand right now. It looks like a little seed. And yeah, right now it is a seed. But it's a seed filled with incredible potential. Everything it was created to be is right now. Oh, oh, everything it was created to be right now is in your hand. What will you do with it? Will you cultivate? Will you love? Will you fertilize? Will you prune? Will you do?
do the hard things? Will you stay up late to protect it when it's winter? Will you cover it when it gets cold? Oh, does somebody see what's happening up in here? Hey, hey, you are in his hands right now. Mercy Culture Waco. He, I'm in the Lord's hands. No, no, no. He delegates that. He delegates it to shepherds and elders. And right now, right now, I'm looking at... Wow, I'm looking at you. I see you right there. You're over here on the right of the seat. Yep, you're on the left. Come on, I'm not being silly now. You look around now and say, who, us? This tent is simply a first fruit. It's simply a beginning. But here's the key. Put your head up. You got a seat too. It's funny I had two of those things. Isn't that silly? Because why? Because I want you to put that seed in a protective place. Because that's your seed. That's your church. That's your family. That's your ministry. That's people that have yet to come here. That God's getting ready to move here. That's those that are here. that are getting ready to go to the next level. Why? Because you sang it. You said yes. Anybody say yes this morning? Be careful with your yes. I said be careful with your yes. Because the yes isn't just good times and fun times. Yes is when he gets the pruning fork out. Yes is when he does this and that. But if you're willing to go all the way with his yes, you won't be in this tent very long. You'll be touching this city. Oh, oh, and beyond this city. The seed. All the seed needs to do. I'm almost done. All the seed needs to do is be planted and go through a process. Everybody likes the prophecy. Everybody like prophecy. But you need the process. And a prophecy without a process is a dormant seed. A seed that never grows. And the, and the fun thing, stand up. like this because I want them to see your faces because you're beautiful and here's the deal you know why I know you're supposed to be here because you've been through the process because unless I'm talking Bible now pastor unless a seed fall in the ground and die I was supposed to preach. Get up here. I, I just can't do it anymore. I just. We've been married 50 years and she still doesn't get it. You see, I, I know a little story. But because you said yes long before they sang yes to a dream, to a hope, to a desire. When you heard a spiritual elder in your life say, lay it down. Let it die. 
Not lay it down and we'll wait and come back. No, it's gone. It's not what it used to be. It's not even got the name anymore. And there were probably more than a handful thought you were crazy, thought Mercy Culture Fort Worth was trying to take over. Come on, let's get real. Who do they think they are? Come on, Les, you don't need them. You don't need them. You need him. And him said, let it die. Because unless you let it die, unless you bury it, and go through the process. And the reason why Pastor Les and Pastor Nikki are qualified for the season you've now stepped into because you've embraced the process. You've let them prune. You've let them cut. You've let them crucify. You let it die. You said yes when you didn't want to say yes. You said no when you wanted to say yes. And now God, I was supposed to preach on honor this morning. I am. And now God is honoring you. Because the Lord says in 1 Samuel, one of my passages, I will honor those who honor me. And because you've honored him, not with just your worship and your lips, but with your obedient heart and your sacrifice. Because the principle of the kingdom is the greater the sacrifice, the greater the honor, and the greater the blessing. That's why I am so pumped about Mercy Culture Waco. Because what you have planted and the prophecy over this house and the prophecy over your lives, somebody say amen, is going to go crazy in this city. It's not about being the biggest because God doesn't get impressed with biggest. Don't worry. Don't try to get big. Try to become influential. Change lives. So I want to honor you in front of your entire congregation. That's just getting started. And the seeds in your hands are a spiritual sign of what God has entrusted you. He trusts you. Pastors, I heard the worship today, so Zane and I weren't able to compare notes. I didn't know where he was going. I didn't either. But the Lord reminded me of the prophet Jeremiah, and God spoke to the prophet Jeremiah, and he said, what do you see? And you know this, Jeremiah said, I see an almond branch. Mm. But the Lord says to you, Pastor Les, and he (laughs) says to you, Pastor Nikki, what do you see? What do you see deep within your hearts? Because God goes on and says, you have seen well. Oh my. And I am watching over my word to perform it. Come on. And then the Lord stretched out his hand and he touches both of your mouths. And the Lord says to you, Behold, I have put my words in your mouth, and I have appointed you this day over nations and over the kingdoms, and you will root out, and you will tear down, and you will destroy, and you will overthrow, and you will build, and you will plant, and you will see the fulfillment of all that I have placed within you this day, says the Lord. For the Lord says... You have seen well, and he is watching over that which is in your heart, and you shall see it. Come on, Jim. He shall perform it, says the Lord. We decree it this day, and we as 
the people of Mercy Culture, we go say yes, Lord. What they see, we will walk in. We will go, Lord. We will go. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Come on, give God a praise. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Go for it. Okay, even the worship team, I saw a picture during worship, an unusual picture, pastors, and it was as if it was like what you would see at a grand opening. You know how they have the ribbon and somebody, you know, they take the scissors and they cut the ribbon, except instead of it being a ribbon, it was like this wide sheath of ribbon, and it was bulging out and I saw the two of you behind it <laughs> not with scissors but with like these tree shears you guys I don't even know if I have the right words those shears that are you know that you cut limbs off with and on on one side of the blade it said appointed and on the other side of the blade it said time Oh and I my. said, Lord, what is this? And he said, there is an appointed time. And I said, what will happen when the appointed time? And this bulge broke. And I heard the Lord say, abounding favor. Mm. Abounding favor. Oh my. And I said, Lord, why abounding favor? And he said, because of the sacrificial obedience. Because of the sacrificial obedience, not only of your pastors, but many of you, pastor, many of you, the sacrificial obedience. Come on. There is a prepared, abounding favor yes. that is coming into your lives, that is coming into this house and will be extended so into Lord. the city of Waco. So Can you lift your hands yes. and praise him, Lord? We say, yes, God. Yes. We yes. believe, yes. Father, the abounding favor that is going to be released oh. in this house. I just want to tell you how ordained this was this morning. And I want to encourage you this morning, what the Lord has placed on your lips to claim is from him. That you don't even realize what you're speaking into existence. Six years ago, the dream of mine and Pastor Les's heart was a home. And we didn't even realize what we were speaking out of our mouth, but the Lord told us to name it. And he told us to name it the Tent of Meetings. And to think, I want this to build your faith this morning because we're in a tent and this is not by chance. And I've been sharing with Pastor Les recently that the desire of my heart on this land and for our home is not just for our home, but it's for our city. But I've been desiring an orchard. <laughs> You can't make this up. <laughs> Today was ordained by God. 
not just for what was spoken, but it's to build your faith. That the desire of your heart is more than what you think it is. The Lord has placed it there to grow. And when you don't know what you're speaking out of your mouth, continue to believe, continue to speak, because it is from Him. It is from Him today. And today the spirit of religion is being broke off of our city because today is a sign and a wonder before you. He's so good. What a good, good father who wants good gifts for his children. This is beyond our ability, you guys. Carrying the blessing of the Lord can be done in our ability, but carrying the favor is beyond what we can do. And I see the favor of the Lord on this house, not because of us, because of the yes of every person that's in this room and the yes of the people who are coming and the army that is coming forth because God ordained it. So we thank you today, Jesus. We thank you for your signs and your wonders before us this morning, Lord. We thank you, Father, for answering the cries of our heart that we didn't even know was our cry, but it was yours that you placed there. And so we ask, Father, we partner with you today, and we ask for you to water these words. For everybody that partnered with a word, Father, I ask that you water these words. Build us up in you, Jesus. Come on, just lift your hands. You're dismissed officially. If you need to go, be blessed, be dismissed. But we're gonna sing this one, one song. Just going to ask the Lord to rain on the prophetic seeds that were planted in our hearts this morning. As my wife was speaking, what I saw was some of us holding on to a word like we hold on to a kite in a windstorm. You ever flown a kite on the beach? Sometimes it's a struggle and it's a fight. And I just heard the Lord say, let go let go. He's going to take that where he wants to take it. In the wind of his glory, just let go. Some of you have been struggling and fighting with things that God has spoken to you. And I feel like the Lord said, let go. So as we sing this song, whatever you need to do, if you want to come to the altar, if you want to stand right there where you are, just take the seed of this word and plant it in good soil and allow the Holy Spirit to reap the harvest. Come on, just begin to sing.